welcome. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, we're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today to the show. I know we've been talking really heavy about metabolism, so I definitely think that it'd be appropriate to talk about another topic uh, for the past few weeks. Obviously, we had a phenomenal metabolism makeover. Uh, But this week, I'm going to be talking about vertigo, and vertigo is such a hot topic. Uh, A lot of people are dealing with vertigo, especially post-sinus infection, uh, you know, colds, flus, the virus, etc. So I think it's just appropriate that um, I I talk about that topic, and, you know, I've had some pretty amazing success here lately, and, you know, I've had some patients in the past, but here uh, in the last few months, I've had a string of a lot of patients dealing with vertigo or vertigo-like symptoms. So I'm going to be talking about what vertigo is, what it isn't, how to detect it, how to correct it, what remedies you can try at home, and ultimately what we can do in our office for it. So uh, I appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937 552 7364. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. You can uh, call that number and leave a voicemail or press 2, option 2, to talk to one of our team members, or you can simply text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364, and you can text the word dinner or new patient or you know more info, etc., um, you can text any of those words and we'll get you the information to you. So it's always I, I like to get started by sharing um, why it is that obviously I get on radio every single week and, you know, I talk about a different health topic. And for me, I think it's important to whenever you do anything, um, understand why you do it and, and the why behind it drives you. So for me, it all started with my mom calling me uh, eight years ago now, uh, 2014. My mom called me in February 2014 to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So, of course, at that moment, she starts crying. Then, of course, I start crying because my mom is my hero. Uh, I obviously, I don't know what to do at that moment. I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, I know I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I don't know what to do. My mom, I know that God put an amazing power in your brain, and if your brain and body are communicating effectively at 100%, it ought to function and heal at 100%. So, mom, let's get your spine checked. We did. We got her spine checked. And from the side of the neck, you are supposed to have a 45-degree angle in your neck. When we saw my mom's x-ray, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. My mom's neck was completely straight, which is not normal. Strike one, obviously, because it's not a normal position. And then from front to back, my mom had a bend in her spine in the middle of her back, upper back, between T1 and T7, a minor scoliosis, putting crushing pressure on those nerves coming out of there. When I saw that on her x-rays, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that was literally not helping any of her problems. So I asked my mom, I'm like, you know what, mom, why now? Why have you finally decided to do something different? You know, I've been telling you for years to exercise, eat better, do all the healthy stuff. She says, son, simple. I, I, I finally realized that I can die and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. And four of those grandchildren are my kids. Eden, who's eight years old. Eve, who's six 
John Luke, who's four, almost four, and then Ellery, who's eight months old. So, uh, obviously, my mom took responsibility for her health in her own hands. My question to everybody always is, is who is responsible for your health? And everybody knows the answer. You are responsible for your own health, right? And if you choose to do something about it, obviously, you can take control of it and be preventative about whatever is going on with your health or what could potentially arise from your health issues. Or you can be reactive and do nothing about it and wait till the bomb goes off and then obviously be scrambling in a place of desperation and, you know, also a place of, you know, uh, desperation and then and, and just survival mode. So never a good place to make healthcare decisions, especially from. So this is why I get on radio every single week, because I want to help as many people as possible. Not ever have to go through what my mom went through. So, you know, for that reason, I pick a different topic every single week and I talk about it especially when it comes to health, especially something I'm experiencing in my office. And right now, vertigo is something that's kind of running rampant. And, you know, I'm going to give a little explanation as to why it's actually happening more and more here lately. In the last, let's say the last eight to 10 months, I've noticed a lot more people with vertigo and it all is onset after a severe sinus infection, COVID or, you know, uh, flu or a cold, right? And I do believe, obviously, the the season that we've been in for the last two years with everything, the virus and the bodies, you know, our bodies being just constantly under bombardment from, you know, just the, the variants and all that crazy stuff. I do believe that that has something to do with it. But nonetheless, um, I've just noticed more and more right now that people are dealing with vertigo a lot more often than I used to see, you know, my first few years in practice. So vertigo, um, I think right now is really a side effect or secondary uh, potential issue that happens post, you know, infection from where there's, you know, a flu-like symptom, you know, flu-like illnesses such as, you know, the flu, the common cold, sinus infections, you know, even COVID, right? So upper respiratory tract infections. And, you know, when, when I'm seeing my patients, you know, I'm noticing a lot of ear blockage and just inability to clear your ears, Along with, you know, just sinus pressure causing sinus headaches. I had a patient, I have a patient right now that literally we've been helping her with her sinus headaches, but she was having a sinus headache that would start in the morning and last literally almost all day. And now that headache is down to lasting about, you know, maybe 30, 30 minutes to an hour and then it kind of goes away. And if she is, you know, kind of stagnant, goes to sleep and wakes up, then she'll feel the headache again. Once again, very, very typical for a sinus headache to happen, especially when the tissues are still irritated and the sinuses are still inflamed. So, you know, this is why I'm seeing so much vertigo. And and the reality is that ears, eyes, nose, throat, the whole area is all interconnected. So whenever you have obviously sinus pressure and sinus buildup and mucus buildup, right, and you're coughing and especially draining to the back of your throat, that affects, um, you know, not only your your obviously your nasal passage, but also affects the pressurization of your ears, right? And the equal exchange of pressure, and also that drainage that happens from the ear to the back of the throat, which is the normal, you know, process that happens. So, you know, and I go through all that anatomy for a reason because people are like, well, where am I getting vertigo from, right? And it's simply because um, all these illnesses that are going around and they're so severe that they're really triggering and they're really disrupting the equilibrium balance um, systems in the ear. So vertigo 
first of all, I'm going to start by defining what it is. The the official, um, you know, the official actual definition of it. And vertigo is basically a sensation that the environment around you is spinning in circles. And it actually can make you dizzy and feel off balance. And it's, it's literally, it's just this perception that things are moving even though they're not, right? So... There are different types, obviously. There's peripheral vertigo. This happens when there's a problem with the inner ear. And then there's central vertigo, which occurs when somebody has a problem in the brain, right? So brain tumors, traumatic brain injury, strokes. So I'm not going to be talking about central vertigo today because clearly that is very rare. And when it does happen, you'll know where it comes from because clearly you've had had a major issue um, you know that that's happened in your life. But peripheral vertigo is typically due to an inner ear issue. And once again, I already talked about, especially like if you've had, you know, sinus infections, sometimes people will get ear infections at the same time, right? Uh, and it's all because the ear is not draining. And we, we adjust a lot of children in our practice because, you know, a lot of patients will bring their children in, especially those in the, the very young years, because literally... The ears will not drain due to the eustachian tube alignment, and that leads to a ton of ear infections, right? Can we help every single case? Of course, we can't We can't make that claim, but we definitely made some significant differences in a lot uh, in, a, in the majority of patients, especially pediatric patients in our practice. So, you know, it, when it comes to vertigo, it's something that it doesn't only affect the adults. It does affect adults more than children. However, children will suffer from it. Um, and it's not very, very common. However, it is something that can happen. So, you know, what about vertigo? Like what, what is the difference between obviously vertigo and like just dizziness, right? Being dizzy is just something that obviously, you know, kind of happens. Um, and then it would tend to go away or you would know what's actually causing the dizziness and then you would stop it. Right. So when it comes to vertigo, you can experience dizziness, right? Or or you can also just experience equilibrium balance issues, right? So being dizzy and having balance issues are two different things. Nonetheless, um, that spinning or lack of actual, um, you know, spatial acuity or ability to know where you are in space or ability to kind of keep your equilibrium, those right there are dead giveaways of vertigo, right? So this is where... Um, when you're dizzy, you actually can still kind of like pause for a second, gain your bearings and actually walk straight. When you have vertigo, you actually try to do that, even though you're settled. And as soon as you start moving, you start losing your balance and you walk off to the side, you run into walls, etc., etc. So this is where the main difference is, right? Can you be dizzy and have vertigo? Yes. Can you have vertigo and not be dizzy. Yes, right? So it's more really uh, about actual the balance problem behind it. And then, you know, and this is where the most common age that people are dealing with vertigo is typically over 65 years old. However, once again, this is why I'm, I'm doing the show is because I've seen a ton of people below that age, below retirement age that are actually dealing with vertigo. So, you know, it, it's, it's really... Uh, bizarre because now what I'm seeing even more demographically is that women 
um, are literally having more issues with it than men. So this is uh, something that I'm going to kind of be unfolding here in the next few minutes. Uh, but I do have to take a quick break right now. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the in-season talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two to talk to somebody or leave a voicemail, or you can text that number. And that number, once again, is 937-552-7364. You can also find us on podcast via iTunes by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan or simply uh, going also on Instagram and searching for our practice. Uh, The name is Full Life Chiropractic. The handle's at Full Life Chiropractic. And you can search, obviously, and follow us there. So welcome back uh, for those of you just joining us. Uh, this is Living the Full Life. And we're, today we're talking about vertigo. And vertigo, once again, is something that's um, happening a lot more often, especially under the age of 65 for people. In the last, let's call it eight to 10 months, I've seen way more people with vertigo-like symptoms. Uh, and I do believe it has something to do with the viruses, the, the, the extreme colds and flus that are going around. And I think that's just challenging a lot of people's, you know, inner ear, sinuses, etc. So, you know, vertigo, as I was talking about earlier, it is an actual, you know, um, balance issue more so than just being dizzy. And, you know, vertigo is actually a fairly common issue. About 40% of Americans will experience vertigo at least once in their lifetimes. And I had it back in chiropractic school. Um, You know, one of my colleagues, uh, another fellow student, gave me an adjustment that my body just did not agree with. And it took me about two weeks, um, you know, and this is exactly why the importance of taking x-rays and, you know, analyzing everything, which is exactly what we do in our office. But... The adjustment I received, you know, my body was not up for it and uh, it just did not go well. So I ended up having vertigo for two weeks. It was absolutely horrendous. I would get out of bed in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I literally like would feel like I'm walking off to the side about to like slam into like the dresser. So it, it's just very scary also because literally you don't know when that can happen. And, you know, especially if you're driving, <laughs> you, you lose your balance driving, you start grabbing the steering wheel. Anything can happen. So clearly it's, it's an issue that needs to be uh, addressed because it can be very dangerous. I mean, if you're if you're walking off something, you know, that's kind of high, you can fall, you can, you know, hurt yourself. You can fall into in the middle of, you know, uh, something that's actually coming your way, such as a bicycle, car, whatever, and actually, you know, end up getting in a some sort of a accident. So vertigo is something that once again, you know, we have to address and we have to figure out how to, um, you know, take care of it naturally. Right. So a lot of a lot of doctors will, you know, won't know what to do and they'll refer you typically out to EENT doctor. So eyes, ears, nose and throat, or they'll literally just give you a pill for motion sickness. Um, and some other doctors do something else in between. But nonetheless, there are different ways to approach it. But, you know, I do want to 
want to just touch on a couple things here before I go on break. Um, you know, vertigo feels a lot more like motion sickness more so than dizziness. So this is where um, you feel like you're like spinning, rocking, or tilting. So it's kind of like, a, you know, feels like, like almost like you're underwater. And then it is absolutely worse when you go from laying down to standing up or standing up to laying down or turning over in bed or whenever you change positions of your head so like if you were to tilt your head back and then look to the right or left you know you would actually if you had vertigo issues you would actually make yourself spin and lose your balance and get to the point where you're like trying to hang on to the air because you feel like you're going to fall over so that's what vertigo feels like uh so in case you do have it that's that's what it feels like so we have to take a break right now once again you're li- listening to living the full life on 1290 95 7 whio the it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 957 whio dayton's news and talk it's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, you can always find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office or texting our office, and that is 937-552-7364. If you want to leave a voicemail or talk to somebody, you press option two. If not, you can text that number once again, 937-552-7364. And also, you can find us by searching us on Instagram at Full Life Chiropractic. Uh, And literally, you know, you can follow us there on Facebook uh, or also you can catch this show or any other show we've ever done in the past on podcast via iTunes. There are every single one of these shows is podcast. So you can go back and listen to two or three in a row so you can get, obviously, the information you need to make the best healthcare decision for yourself and your family. So talking about vertigo for those of you guys who are joining us right now and um, vertigo, once again, is not necessarily being dizzy. It's an actual feeling of lack of balance, almost motion sickness. You feel like you're rocking back and forth. Sometimes you feel like you're spinning. It is something that is exacerbated or aggravated by movement. So going from a laying down to a standing position when you roll over in bed to one side or the other. Um, there's a myriad of things that can actually cause it to you know, feel worse or create that, you know, um, just a very, very side, bad side effect of that motion sickness and that, you know, feeling of movement. So obviously, um, what can cause vertigo? And there's a lot of different actual things that can cause it. And I'm going to go over the main ones that can actually trigger vertigo. And I'm going to go over the other ones that, you know, kind of may or may not, right? So one of the, the biggest ones is benign paracetamol positional vertigo, BPPV. And I've done a uh, show on this, I think, like two years ago, maybe three years ago. So if you're interested in kind of hearing more about that, you can go back to that show, I think it's 2018. But nonetheless, I'm going to kind of go over here what that means. So uh, this is literally the most common cause of vertigo. It's benign paracetamol positional vertigo. It's P, uh, BPPV for short. And literally, this is the type of vertigo that people experience uh, 
when they're laying down and sitting up or turning over in bed. This is literally like 80, 85% plus of my patients that have vertigo is typically this type of vertigo, right? There's another type of vertigo that, or not necessarily vertigo, but another type of disease that actually can cause vertigo, and that is Meniere's disease. This is literally a condition that causes fluids to build up inside of your ear, and this leads to vertigo attacks, right? The ear is very delicate. The ear is supposed to keep you, obviously, number one job of the ear is to hear, uh, but number two, it actually helps with balance, right? Have you ever tried to cover up one ear and leave the other one open and close your eyes and try to walk down a hall in a straight line? Um, you're going to have a hard time because the spatial acuity, your body and your ears use sound uh, as a way, almost like a sonar um, to be able to f- detect what's near you, what's far away from you. If you say something really loud and a wall is really you know, close to you, the, the sound will ricochet off that wall and it sounds really loud. It gets kind of amplified. So that's what that's what the ear does, right? So when you have Meniere's disease and Meniere's disease causes an actual increase in fluid inside of the actual ear or the ear components, then obviously this could lead to vertigo attacks. And then this thing, the another thing that can be actually happening as well, along with many ears disease, is, you know, something that does happen is tinnitus. Tinnitus is ringing in the ears. So literally it's because you're losing certain ranges of actual, um, you know, actual frequency in your ear, um, especially the, the the things that do the interpreting of information, right? Since you're losing that, your body's trying to make up for that, and there's always kind of like just this empty uh, in that area, so your body creates a tone to basically make up for the partial hearing loss that you're experiencing. So Meniere's disease is something that obviously could definitely uh, be a culprit when it comes to actual vertigo. Then another one is labor, labyrinthitis, and this is basically the inner ear labyrinth becomes inflamed or infected. It's called labyrinthitis, and this is basically um, the the house. So the labyrinth has the it houses the nerve, the vestibular cochlear nerve, which obviously a pretty long word, nonetheless is a nerve that literally allows you to be able to no motion and also affects hearing right this information literally from this nerve goes to the brain and it literally actually detects sound position and head motion so when that actual nerve is interfered with the vestibular cochlear vestibular cochlear nerve that can also trigger vertigo because of its job if you're messing with something that its job is to interpret sound position and head motion and you mess with that nerve because of you know inflammation irritation etc you're obviously are going to interfere with then sound position and head motion right so this is where you know if you're having this issue you will experience headaches, ear pain, vision changes, tinnitus, or hearing loss, right? So this is a pretty serious actual disease that could once again, you know, trigger or exacerbate actual vertigo. Vestibular neuritis is another one. This is an inflammation of the vestibular nerve, which can also cause vertigo. Vestibular neuritis is similar to labyrinthitis, 
but it doesn't alter your hearing. So that's the difference. So if you're sitting there kind of like, hey, my hearing is not affected. I just feel dizzy. You can either be, it could be BPPB, it could be vestibular neuritis, right? But if you have like a change in sounds, like I can't hear, I can't like really move my neck, or I can't actually like tolerate any head motion, then that may be labyrinthitis, right? So uh, cochiostoma is another, cochiostoma is another actual, um, basically, um, it's basically a recurring or repeated ear infections that can literally cause non-cancerous skin growth to develop in the middle ear. So obviously you have skin growth of any kind <laughs> that is not controlled. Uh, it literally can cause a condition known as cholestatoma. And this can lead to dizziness vertigo and hearing loss and obviously these are really long words i said them in school 96 million times i say them right a couple times in a row sometimes i screw them up but nonetheless um this condition is very rare so uh, once again if you're dealing with vertigo more likely than not these four or five things i went through are probably a culprit but more likely than not when you do have vertigo uh, it's coming from the other ones, which I'm going to cover right now. And the other causes are migraine headaches. Some medications cause vertigo, stroke, arrhythmias, right? So heart, so diabetes, head injuries, um, shingles, right? Especially when it's near the ear. Uh, when you have ear surgery, of course, right? Uh, when you're hyperventilating, low blood pressure, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, brain disease, multiple sclerosis, all these things can actually cause vertigo. And this is where, once again, vertigo is just that feeling that you're moving or spinning or tilting. But one of the most common causes, these are the most common causes of vertigo. I went over the stuff that could have, probably could have happened, right? Maybe you, you did have issues with it, but literally some of the you know, some of the more common ones are the migraine, the actual um, arrhythmias, diabetes, stroke, and head injuries, and lastly, low blood pressure. Uh, those are the main, you know, causes uh, beyond the VPPV that can actually be caused in vertigo. So now, uh, so what are the symptoms of vertigo? Symptoms are super simple. You obviously, once again, I said it, <laughs> you feel like you're moving even though you're not, right? You feel like you're losing your balance, right? So then uh, another thing that does happen is just another side effect is that you feel nauseous or like you need to vomit and some people do vomit, right? You have a tremendous amount of difficulty when it comes to your balance, right? So, you know, kind of holding your place and moving around, right? Uh, headaches are also a side effect uh, and a common symptom that people see uh, or experience when they're dealing with actual, uh, you know, vertigo and obviously motion sickness. And then another one, and this is where, uh, this is the one that's going to ding with a lot of you, especially if you had COVID or the flu or you've had, you know, sinus issues, you feel like your ears are full, even though you can hear everything, things may sound muffled. You feel like you need to like pop your ears, kind of like when you sigh and you, you know, exchange that pressure, especially when you're on an airplane kind of deal. But that feeling of fullness in your ear is a dead giveaway that you have some sort of issue in your actual, in your actual, um, 
you know, ear that could be causing this vertigo-like symptom. So very, very important that you realize that that's one of those are some of the most common symptoms. And another one is nystagmus. And nystagmus is literally a actual condition that occurs in the eyes. So your eyes will literally look back and forth. And if you look at somebody who has nystagmus, their eyes were literally like, you know, you spin the merry-go-round really fast, right? And then you get off of it. Or you do something that you're spinning around a lot and you get off of it. And then if you ever grab somebody that has just done that and you stop them and you look at them and you look at their eyes, their eyes are like, you know, going from left to right, left to right, really, really fast over and over and over. That is called nystagmus. Whenever you have vertigo, you will see that in the eyes uh, of that patient or you will see it in your own eyes. Right. So it is very, very important that you realize that. If you are having nystagmus, more likely than not, you're having vertigo, right? Once again, vertigo is not a life or death actual, you know, disease process, but it is a, is it is an issue if you do not get it addressed and it becomes so cumbersome that you can't walk, you cannot be safe while driving, etc. So very important that you understand what vertigo is, what it isn't, and you know, obviously what to do for it. So uh, I do have to take a quick break. When I come back from the break, I'm going to be talking about what you can do to actually get rid of vertigo and actually keep it gone so your body can continue to function and heal like it was designed to. So this is Living the Full Life. I have to take a quick break. Once again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Day Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by... Call in our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to one of our team members. If not, you can text that number once again, 937-552-7364. So I've uh, been talking about vertigo, this actual show. Uh, I want to just interject here real quick and you know remind you that there is a dinner at Basil's in Troy on Monday, the 7th of March. 6.30 p.m. Uh, so if you're interested in not necessarily hearing about vertigo, but just understanding how the body's supposed to function, how it's supposed to heal naturally from within, and what you can do naturally for it to do that, um, you're more than welcome. So uh, if you want to come to the dinner, you can text the word dinner to 937-552-7364. And you can bring yourself or up to four of your best friends with you. Uh, obviously, if you're going to have any more than that, just call us and we'll see it to make arrangements. But nonetheless, uh, you know, if you're interested in taking charge of your health and doing something different for it, I highly encourage you to be at the dinner. Once again, I just walk through how the body was designed to function and heal and how the alignment of your spine and the nerves flowing free without any interference is what actually allows you to be as healthy as possible. So. Last segment here, I want to kind of just go over, you know, uh, some of the treatments that you can do for uh, vertigo and, you know, some of the stuff that you can do at home, some of the stuff that you can look up, some of the stuff you can go to your medical doctor for, and also some of the stuff that we do in our office that can actually help with vertigo. So some of the common treatments for vertigo, obviously, I'm pretty sure if you were to guesstimate, 
Um, the first treatment the medical model will probably give you is a medication. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. So medications. And, you know, for example, if people have a, um, if people are dealing with an infection and they're having vertigo because of the infection, typically you're going to get an actual, you know, anti-inflammatory or antibiotic or a steroid to reduce inflammation. So that then in turn reduces the inflammation in the ear, which in turn reduces your vertigo-like symptoms, which is obviously makes sense. But obviously, you know, you're taking a medication, which has side effects and obviously is potentially damaging some other part of your body, right? Um, you know, vestibular rehabilitation is another way to actually get rid of, you know, to, um, you know, the, the actual vertigo, but this is something that is dependent on, you know, your ability to actually rehab and how quick you can rehab and if there's any other further damage or underlying issues. So it is very, very effective. I've had other patients that have that's had this, but obviously it's something that depends on the patient, the the actual doctor doing the rehab, etc., uh, as to the success rate of it. So and then the catalyst reposition and procedure. Um Catalyst reposition and maneuvers is literally, it helps these calcium deposits, um, you know, into the inner ear chambers where they will be absorbed by your body. So it's literally like just taking the body and doing certain movements. So Epley's maneuver is something that I do in my practice. So this is something that helps with relocating those crystals that are inside of your inner ear that sometimes get dislodged due to et cetera, millions of reasons. So what we do is we do this actually, you can look it up at police maneuver. Some doctors know how to do it. A lot of doctors don't, etc. We know how to do it. We, we actually had to pass this test in school to be able to like, you know, get our license that, you know, you have to show proficiency in doing that test. And I've done this test and procedure on, I want to say over two dozen patients and it's worked pr- tremendously. So obviously the medical models, that's the solutions there in the, natural health remedy model so like you know herbals etc some of the popular things that patients have seen results with are things such as turmeric ginkgo biloba cayenne uh ginger root and those things are actually really really potent anti-inflammatory and antivirals anti-infectious so that's the the approach you're going to take at actually helping your body right so those are once again turmeric, ginkgo biloba, cayenne, pepper, and then ginger root are all of these supplements and herbal supplements that are going to ease the symptoms from the vertigo. Um, you know, but as far as and I'm gonna give just about a minute here of what it is that we do in our office. So in our office, we know obviously there's a cause to every problem. So what we do is we actually we analyze your spine and we what I've seen over and over. I mean over over let's call it over 200 patients that have had vertigo in my last you know let's say two and a half three years um one of the biggest things we see is a tremendous misalignment at the very very top vertebra occiput atlas and axis so co c1 and c2 if those are misaligned especially if they're misaligned grossly something is like way out of position obviously we see that on x-ray when we take our x-rays right that right there would literally be then compromising the nerves that are coming out of there, going to the ears and somewhere else, right? So what we do is we literally take x-rays to figure out where you're misaligned, and then we obviously adjust that area 
and make sure that the area is back to its proper normal position. Not only do we do that, then we give you rehabilitative exercises that you're going to obviously perform to strengthen muscles, ligaments, and tendons to keep your spine in a proper position and therefore preventing these issues from happening. So I want to just share a story. One of my patients here uh, last week came in, had some terrible vertigo, and, you know, she kind of sparked my, my interest in, you know, researching a little bit more. Once I experienced something that's, you know, I haven't seen in a while, I'm like, oh, let me let me look at it again. Let me just kind of, you know, go into my brain. What is it that it does? So nonetheless, I did this adjustment on her. C2 on her right was out of position. Her vertigo is gone. And she's been telling, like, her entire family, her friends. Uh, she keeps telling her husband over and over. So if that is you and you want something different when it comes to your vertigo or any other issues you may be having, I highly encourage you to join us for our next dinner, March 7th, 6.30 p.m., Basils in Troy. Uh, if not, if you can't make the dinner, you're more than welcome to come directly to our office. Our office number is 937-552-7364. So, folks, I am out of time. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO. Dan Susan Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.